Hey there, it's Annie Zinga, back again with more Slut Stories for you. I want to thank you for listening to Slut Stories. Next, I want to ask you for a favor. If you like what I'm doing here, or you don't, let me know. Communication is everything. Please, leave a review, or you can email or tweet me. All of my contact information can be found in the notes. Let's get to the story. This is my latest, and I call it The Kilt. Wizened Incorporated was not a large business. They had a hundred employees split between two offices. The insurance game tended to require a personalized touch, and that was something WI was excellent at simulating. Teddy had worked for WI since January during a difficult winter. He was an insurance underwriter and never needed to meet clients face-to-face. He was a hard worker, coming in early during the winter rush and leaving late. He was also a handsome man, turning heads as he moved through the office, saying his hellos and goodbyes. His muscular body showed a history of athletics. He had thick black hair, streaked with just enough silver to look distinguished, and an easy smile that reached his warm brown eyes. It was a hot day in June when Teddy walked into the office wearing a nice pair of khaki shorts with a black button-down shirt. He walked through the front door, and Denise, the receptionist, saw him first. He smiled and said hello, her eyes locked on his firm calves as he passed her desk. He didn't notice her gaze following him as he scanned his badge and moved through the door. He walked quickly to his cubicle past the cafeteria and transcription offices, up the stairs and around the atrium. He walked through the door to the set of cubicles where he sat, and his boss, Alicia Smith, was standing near her door. Her jaw tightened when she saw him. Hello, Teddy. I need to see you in my office. Yes, ma'am, he responded, setting down his briefcase and following the shapely woman as she led the way back to her office. Miss Smith was a voluptuous middle-aged woman. The pale pink blush to her cheeks complemented by her bright red dyed hair and eyes the color of an Australian bay. She moved behind her large wooden desk and took a seat as Teddy entered behind her. Close the door, please, Theodore, she said firmly, flicking her wrist in the direction of the door. What can I do for you today, Miss Smith? Teddy asked, after complying. Teddy, have you read our dress code? She asked sternly, like a teacher chastising a pupil. I have not. He said, looking down at himself. His khaki shorts looked nice to him, and the black shirt was certainly professional. His shoes were closed-toed, simple sneakers. I wasn't aware we had one, he admitted. Well, we do, and you are in violation. I apologize, ma'am, but what part of my clothing is in violation? He asked innocently. Your shorts. My shorts, he clarified, but why? They're unprofessional, she enthused. How so? It says right here in the dress code, she responded, growing flustered as she pulled a spiral-bound book from her drawer and slapped it on the desktop. She flipped to the necessary page while Teddy watched. Somewhat amused, she had them marked with pink sticky notes. 
It took work to keep the smile from his lips. Long pants, close-toed shoes, skirts, button-down shirts, blouses or dresses are allowed, she quoted, trailing her finger along as she read. But it doesn't specifically disallow shorts, he countered. Because they are not specifically named, they are banned, she retorted haughtily. I understand, he nodded. Should I leave to change? Of course not. Just be aware that next time I will have to write you up for a dress code violation. I completely understand, ma'am. Guarantee there will not be a repeat. Good. Be sure to read the handbook as soon as possible. Yes, ma'am, he said, standing. May I return to work? he asked. Fine, fine, she responded, waving her hand to dismiss him. A plan had started to form in Teddy's head and chuckled to himself, making his way back to his desk. The next day, Teddy walked into the lobby of his office wearing a red button-down shirt, paired with a nice black kilt. Denise openly balked when she caught sight of him. Hey, Denise, how are you today? He asked, leaning on her desk. I, um, I'm fine, she replied, eyeing the hem of his kilt with interest. And you? Living the dream, he replied enthusiastically, pulling his badge from his pocket. Have a nice day. Teddy had no doubt Miss Smith would be waiting for him. Denise was a surefire source for gossip and tattling. He caught sight of her as he made his way up the stairs, her eyes locked on his calves. He smiled when he approached her. Hello, Miss Smith. How are you today? he asked with a cheeky grin. My office, now, she replied sternly, her face reddening. Yes, ma'am, he responded, clicking his heels together before walking toward her office. He could feel her eyes on his kilt as he walked, and he smiled more widely. She closed the door behind them and made a beeline for her desk. Sitting, she pulled out a file folder with his name printed on it. Written was a sheet of paper that she had carefully filled out. This is your first write-up? If you receive five, you will be fired. I'm sorry, Miss Smith. Why am I being written up? He asked innocently. You were violating the dress code again after our conversation yesterday? No, I'm not, he replied. What do you mean you're not? I'm wearing a skirt, button-down shirt, and closed-toed shoes, he trailed off. You are a man, she replied severely. Yep, he bobbed his head in agreement. Men don't wear skirts. The blush had spread, covering her face and neck. Her eyes were wide as she scolded him. Since when? Ever? I'm sorry, but men have been wearing skirts for longer than they have not. You know damn good and well, she began. Miss Smith, be careful, he urged. You cannot discriminate based on gender. Discriminate? She froze, looking at him. Right. He let that sink in. The dress code says skirts. Telling me I can't wear one because of my gender is discrimination. A beat passed before she responded. Leave, she said through clenched teeth. Teddy raised one eyebrow in response. Get to work, Teddy. She tried again. 
working hard to keep her voice level. Yes, ma'am, he replied, standing and hurrying out the door. He did not want to press his luck. Titty made a point of wearing a kilt every day for the next two weeks. He ordered new ones for this specific occasion. Without fail, Ms. Smith would wait near the door in the morning and watch him as he climbed the stairs with disapproval evident on her face. This occurred until one rainy Monday, when Teddy suffered the weather to make his point. He climbed the stairs, expecting to see Miss Smith's annoyed face. But she wasn't in her usual spot. "'Where's the boss?' he asked Joanne when he took his seat. Her transfer came through. She's the head of processing now. He wondered why she hadn't said anything and resolved to go congratulate her during his lunch. He knocked on her open office door, wherein she sat, absorbed in her computer screen. She looked up when he knocked, her red hair falling in her eyes. She quickly swept it aside and smiled. Hello, Teddy, she said. Nice kilt. Hello, ma'am, Teddy chuckled. They told me you were transferred. Yep, guess you get to torment some other supervisor with your calves, she laughed. Why such a big deal to you? he asked, leaning against the door jamb. She stood and made her way across the room, allowing him to take in her full figure as she closed the door beside him. Keeping one hand on the door, she stood in front of him, blocking his view of the rest of the office. He swallowed hard. I like to win. She smiled, her red lips exposing pearls. He noticed her perfume, a floral musk that danced in his nostrils. She turned from him and made her way to the window, peering out. The light streaming in silhouetted her large ass. And how do you like losing? Teddy asked. I don't, she said quietly. Turning, she had a sly look on her face. Whatever she wanted, he was suddenly ready to give her. You know, I'm not your boss anymore, right? Yes, ma'am, Teddy responded. Very good. I have no power over you, your job. You can leave at any time. I know, Teddy nodded. Come here, Miss Smith said, motioning to her large wooden desk. Teddy hurried across the room. Tell me your safe word she whispered, standing between his legs. Safe word? he asked. A word that when you say it, it means I stop whatever I'm doing. If you don't already have one, we should use red, which means stop. Yellow means slow, and green means go. Okay. He nodded his head in understanding, unsure of what he was agreeing to, but excited all the same. You embarrassed me, Teddy. All because you didn't want to wear pants. Are you aware of that? Her voice turned firm. Sorry, ma'am, he murmured. Not yet, but you will be, she replied. Lean over the desk, she said, flicking her wrist nonchalantly. Teddy hesitated, but turned and leaned over the desk, placing his elbows on the inlaid leather. Good, she responded, positioning herself. 
She grabbed the hem of the kilt and flipped it up, exposing his bare ass. Oh, Teddy, no underwear. She sounded surprised. You're a naughty man, she chuckled. She gently ran her fingers over his firm ass, squeezing before she slapped him. A moment passed before the strike landed, and Teddy yelped. Shush! Miss Smith chastised. You don't want to get caught, do you? She laughed before slapping his ass again. He sucked in his breath but remained silent. I bet this is what you wanted, isn't it? She asked, slapping his reddening ass again. Running around here, bare ass, I bet you dreamed of it. Every day you defied me. Again she spanked him, alternating cheeks. I, he tried to answer, but had to clench his jaw to keep from yelping. Despite the electric surges of pain, his cock hardened with each word she spoke, and each time she touched him. She slowed and slowly rubbed his hot red ass cheeks. What was that? she asked. I don't like arbitrary rules, he explained, his breathing ragged. No, she asked. Get on your knees, she said, shimmying out of her lace panties and sitting in her office chair. She placed her feet on her desk, spreading her legs wide to expose a slick, hairless pussy. Teddy turned and knelt before her, excited. Eat my pussy and make me come. But don't use your hands, she said. Why can't I use my hands? Because I said, she replied with a smirk. He sighed but leaned forward and began to lick her slit. She tasted sweet. He slowly licked from her wet pussy to her clit and sucked for a moment. She moaned quietly, instinctively, moving against him. He automatically reached up and grasped her ass, pulling her closer, but she slapped his hands. I said no touching. Try again, she encouraged. Again, he lowered his face to her slit and began to lick and suck, drawing whimpers and moans from her lips. Green, green, she whimpered as he suckled her clit. Spasms of an orgasm rocked her body and she tangled her fingers in his hair, not letting him pull away. Finally, the waves began to subside, and he smiled up at her. I hope that makes up for my mistake. At least a little, he offered, smiling. For now, she winked. Teddy glanced at his watch and gasped. I'm sorry, Miss Met, but my lunch is over. He stood and watched as she rearranged herself and pulled back on her panties. No problem. I was done with you anyway. Have a nice day, Teddy she said, smiling. Thank you, ma'am, he replied, ensuring his kilt hung normally and wiping his face as he walked out of the office and back to his cubicle, struggling to hide his erect penis. Slit Stories is written and recorded by Ana E. Singa. Mr. J is our editor and producer. Big thanks to Kevin McLeod for our music. You can check out more of Kevin's stuff at incomptech.com. I want to take a moment and thank my first patron on Patreon, 
Marshmallow, you are helping to make this world horny, and I appreciate you for it. If you want to join Marshmallow in supporting Slut Stories, you can donate at patreon.com forward slash slut stories 69. Please follow me on Twitter at slut stories 6969. I want to hear from you, so if you don't want to tweet, you can email me at slutstories69 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Slut Stories. I'm Anaïs Singa. See you next week.